Turn our attention now to the presidential election cycle, and John Heilman joins us now. He is, of course, the co-host of With All Due Respect, weeknights 5 p.m. on Bloomberg Television and Bloomberg 99.1 in Washington, D.C. John, thank you very much for being here. Oh, Pim, I'm I so, if, so pleased to be next to you. I know you are. You like that? Like almost like both, being both on to a plane. Be on the, to be on this air and then to be so close to you in such physical proximity, it just it's made my day already. Right. Like, I've had a really good day, but this is the highlight of it so far. I'm I'm glad to hear that. I'm wondering if you could tell us about the highlight, perhaps, of uh, Donald Trump's day yesterday and the fallout from uh, the realignment of his campaign manager. Uh, I guess Corey Lewandowski. Is that what we call the real? We call getting fired a realignment. Well, it was it was difficult to understand exactly whether he was fired or whether he well, was asked that, to leave. That no, was not, that was not difficult to. It was, when you're escorted from the building by uh, by security, okay. it means you've been fired. Why? Just in case the day when that day comes for you, Pim, you'll know. Thank you. If when the security shows up here and walks you out of the building, frog marches you out into Lexington Avenue, that's the day you've been fired. Well, thanks. Yeah. I appreciate that. That's no nice problem. You, Just giving you a tip. Great. So, what what kind of tips do you think people have been giving Donald Trump lately? Well, uh, you know, the his the, his family, um, who are who he to whom he with whom he loves a great deal and to whom he's very loyal, um, his daughter. Uh, Ivanka and uh, her two brothers, uh, Eric and, and Don Jr., were all um, had had been opposed to uh, the uh, to the stop management style and other uh, manifestations of Corey Lewandowski's leadership uh, metier, as it were. And they'd been opposed to him for quite a long time, and it had gotten to the point where the campaign, to the extent there is a campaign, and we could talk about that in more detail, but that the, whatever campaign exists was totally dysfunctional and. Um, they eventually went to their father and said, "He got to go. Um, this is we we can't have two people ostensibly running this campaign. The other being Paul Manafort, who's really the campaign manager, in fact. And uh, the clash between Manafort and and Lewandowski had been going on for now for months. And finally, they just said, "Look, Dad, time for the we got to get rid of this dude and 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 be clear about who's running the campaign and move forward from there." I mean, it really is. Um, it's the most wretched campaign operation at the presidential of the presidential nominee. That I've ever seen, and the the, the fundraising numbers that came out overnight um, give a sense of exactly how messed up the entire operation is. There's um, there are currently four entities that I can think of that have more cash on hand than Donald Trump's presidential campaign. Um, one of which is Hillary Clinton's campaign. Another of which is Ted Cruz's campaign, which no longer exists. Another of which is Bernie Sanders's campaign. Also, Ben Carson's campaign um, has more cash on hand currently than Donald Trump's campaign. And and those are four campaigns. Then there's you, Pim, and I know you have more cash on hand also than Donald Trump's $1.3 million in cash on hand. Hillary Clinton has about $25 million in cash on hand. The Trump campaign raised um, just, I, I mean, the month of May is a huge month for a presidential nominee because you've wrapped up your nomination. In this case, Hillary Clinton was still fighting with Bernie Sanders. It was a huge wide open field for Donald Trump to go out and raise money, get ready for the fall campaign. And they raised virtually none. The campaign is bankrupt currently. If you think there are $40 million in the hole on, on outstanding bills and have $1.3 million or $1.3 million on hand, they are effectively bankrupt. So th this is a moment where Hillary Clinton is advertising, spending millions of dollars in uh, battleground states to define Donald Trump and define herself. The Trump campaign is not in the air anywhere in the entire country. They've not run a single ad yet in the general election. Um, so I think it's fair to say that uh, the Trump campaign is a mess. And what will happen now going forward is to what extent can they demessify themselves and what effect it can have or will it be too late? Well, you know, John, last time you were on the show, I believe last week, you pointed out very eloquently uh, that there was no infrastructure. This was anything but uh, a real campaign in terms of the organization. Is So what have you heard 
the kids said, Dad, you got to make this change. What are the kids telling him now? What does he need to do? Well, I think there there is a you know there, there's a, a huge number of things that need to happen now. Um, and again, the question is whether it's too late to start. You know, Paul Manafort has already made it clear he plans to start hiring um, a lot of people fast. Um, and, and to try to get the show on that road. Part of the problem with doing that, obviously, is when you have $1.3 million in cash on hand, you don't have a lot of money um, to not only there's a reason why there's no ads on the air, we now know, which is that they can't afford them. Um, and you can't really hire a lot of people when you have that little money. So you got to build a fundraising operation fast. Um, you got to build up a campaign infrastructure fast um, to the at least a, a, they're never going to catch up to the Clinton campaign, but they have to try to get together at least a a provisional kind of bare bones operation that allows them to do some of the basic blocking and tackling of politics. And I think that's uh, where they're going to try to go. All righty. John Hallman, thank you so much for joining us. He is the host of Bloomberg Television's With All Due Respect. You can watch it live weekdays at 5 p.m. Eastern time. Right here on, excuse me, right there on Bloomberg Television. Also on Bloomberg 99.1 in Washington, D.C. So we're going to take another look at Janet Yellen. There were some definitely some political issues raised at her testimony to the Senate Banking Committee today. The most important, though, when does the Fed raise rates again? This is Taking Stock on Bloomberg Radio.